So today's gospel is uh, a striking kind of a one because they ask a question which uh, is very politically incorrect of Jesus. Well, it's politically, politically correct in our day. So the question that's asked of Jesus is, Sir, will there be only a few saved? So, Sir, will only a few get to heaven? Now, the, the very... The reason this is so politically incorrect today is the, the general opinion out there and generally what's proposed and generally what you will probably learn uh, in schools is that, uh, yes, everybody is saved. Everybody gets to heaven. Which is uh, lovely on one hand because it means that everyone is you know, happy for all eternity and all that kind of thing, which is great. Uh, but there's a problem. That's not what Jesus says. Jesus does not say that everybody is saved. So it's, just, it's very interesting, like, because when we get back to, to basics here, uh, this isn't, I don't know, the church trying to control people, or this isn't the priest in bad form threatening people with hell, or whatever it is. This is Jesus himself saying, not everyone is going to get there. Okay? And what, what he actually hones in on in the gospel uh, isn't so much, you know, uh, he doesn't give very... Well, he doesn't give a whole list of instructions as to how to get to heaven or how to uh, avoid the alternative. But what he actually speaks about is the problem of presumption, that one presumes salvation. Okay? So we once ate and, you once ate and drank in your company. You thought in our streets. So, yeah, we're, we're best buds, right? And Jesus, in, in this, this story that he's telling, he says, uh, no, the master will say, I do not know where you come from. Lord, open up to us. I do not know where you come from. And then you'll see people from east and west. So again, when, when we're talking about, when Jesus is talking about this, people from east and west are foreigners. So he's speaking to the chosen people, to the Israelites. So people from the east, well, east, um, well, like northeast was Babylon. North was Assyria. Both of those invaded and annihilated uh, much of, of Israel back in the day. Uh, then from west, well, then you'll, Towards out into the Mediterranean, from like all these foreigners, that he's saying, will get in. You will see all of these people from east and west, north and south, will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves turned outside. Yes, those now last will be first, and those now first will be last. So again, he's speaking. Just keep in mind who he's speaking to. He's speaking to the Jews, the chosen people at the time, who maybe presumed that they were just, who maybe presumed salvation, and he's saying this is not how it works. That's not it. Just because you're a Jew, or in our case, just because you're Catholic, or just because you go to Mass, or just because you have a collar or a veil, doesn't mean that you have a free pass into heaven. We still have something to do. We still have, we still have to work at this. Now, we have to be careful here, because uh, our Protestant brothers would say, you know, once saved, always saved, which means that once you've been baptized, you've been saved by the Lord, then you're saved forever. Uh, that's not what we believe. We believe that once you're baptized, all stain of original sin is, is removed. You're now capable of receiving God's grace, which is fantastic. But you still have to daily choose God because after your baptism, you can still turn. You can still be an awful person. You can still reject God. You can still be a, an unfaithful husband. You can still be desperately dishonest. You can still be desperately lustful after your baptism. So baptism on its own, while it's a wonderful grace and while it sets us up, as I say, brings us into communion with God, we can lose that communion through sin. So by my choices, by how I live, I can separate myself from God again. 
So once saved, always saved, isn't, it isn't true. Because then all you have to do is get baptized and then do whatever you want afterwards and you're fine. But again, that's not what Jesus says. You know, there are those who, who may say, Lord, we, we, we know you. Yeah, we went to, I used to go to Mass every now and again or I used to, go to, I used to read the Bible every now and again. And he says, I don't know you. Okay, so key then to, to kind of resolving this is how, how can we change that? That Jesus would say, I do know ye. What can I do so that Jesus would know me? Now, obviously we just have to add a little caveat here. I mean, obviously God knows us all. God knows, he knows each one of us uh, intimately. I mean, as say, he holds us in existence, he created us. Uh, but what he's getting at is the fact that if, if we don't have a relationship with him, if I don't have a relationship with God, if I don't pray, then what kind of a relationship is there? What kind of a, what kind of a bond is there at all? Do I really want to be with God who I'm not willing to give him any time in my day? Do I really want to be in heaven? Do I really want to, to listen to him if I won't up there, if I won't listen to him down here? So it's just the, the we're back to the, the importance like of daily prayer. Back to the importance of dedicating time for the Lord. So we have an advantage here in Holy Family, for all of us who, who are here, that prayer is built into our program. But that shouldn't be, they shouldn't be the only moments that we pray. Uh, there's a great need also for, for personal prayer, where I choose, not because I'm forced to, not because I'm obliged to, not because it's part of the program, I choose to be with the Lord. I choose to be in prayer. And in those moments then, I listen and I speak. It's, it's, it's both. It should be it should become an ever deeper intimacy between us, where I, I speak, yes, but I also listen. I also listen. I get used to hearing his voice. And then this situation will not arise, where, and again, if we, use, if we kind of continue the, 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 the idea of the master and the locked door, if we're knocking on the, the pearly gates, then Jesus will not say, I do not know you. Because we will know him, and he will definitely know us. Why? Because we've talked and walked with him on a daily basis for years. So, so the Lord here is warning us against presumption of salvation, against presuming we're saved, against kind of sitting back on our laurels just because we're baptized or just because we go to Mass or just because, whatever it may be, whatever reason we have for justifying ourselves, the Lord is warning us against that and encouraging us, on the other hand, to, to walk daily with him to pray daily and to unite our hearts to him so that when that day comes and we find ourselves before him, we will know each other. So we ask the Lord today to uh, renew or deepen our personal relationship with him, our personal prayer lives, that we might allow him to guide us, to heal us, and to draw us to him. Amen.